it's February 26th. That's why. Um, I'm just going to start recording now. Okay. Because the last time we hung out, I was kind of like, I should just record now. We haven't done a podcast in forever. Uh, you're listening to Two Hoes from Delco with Beth Heinley and Maureen Cummings. And Maureen Cummings. Maureen Cummings. And uh, we're walking down 29th Street, headed to the Philadelphia Museum of Art. And we're going to go see this show called Design for Different Futures. Um, it's, I really shouldn't say um, we were like mm. saying that. Mm. There you go, that's a good way. Mm. Uh, the show is uh, curated by this curator, her name is Michelle Fisher. It's uh, a design show, obviously. But it's a bunch of artists' concepts of a future technologies or or future societies. So it's like design for the future. I was checking out the website and they had all these different like categories like sexuality and like design, like home decoration, like all these different things. And I was like... We should go because when we did our euthanasia episode, you brought up Donald... Why Donald do I, Hoffman. Donald Hoffman. And there's like this piece that I heard about in the show that I thought kind of sounded like his philosophy on um, consciousness, uh, which is basically like you know, wearing a VR headset, like we're all wearing VR headsets. And uh, we, we think that what we see through the VR re- headset is reality. Um, like we think reality is seeing and touching and smelling. And matter. Like we, and think, matter. we think that the things, the matter that like the trees and whatever houses and all the solid stuff that's made out of matter is like as it is and that it's solid. But like People get freaked out at the, these ideas, but really, we already know that everything isn't solid. Like, it's all made of little tiny particles. So yes. all that he is saying is that reality, the reality that we perceive is not how reality actually is. It's no. just what we evolved to see, and it's like icons on a desktop because we're just basically fancy apes, right? We're fancy primates. Yeah. I mean, we're 99% the same DNA as apes. Right. So, So. I mean, in order to, like, it actually makes a lot of sense. Like, of course, we don't see everything as it is. We just have, like, limited eyesight. We don't see ultraviolet rays, right? So, it's not, like, that weird to me of a concept. But a lot of people are like, what do you mean matter isn't solid? What do you mean consciousness is the basis of everything? Um, So, people get upset. They obviously have never done mushrooms. I mean, exactly. Nor has Donald Hoffman, he said. No, he's high on math. High on math. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, in any case, uh, we'll see. I, I, this is just based off my memory of Gus explaining a piece to me. Um, but we'll, we'll see what other kind of, you know, philosophical musings we'll have. Which, for Maureen and I, will be like half-baked and not fully correct. Uh, well, I mean, philosophical musings, do they need to be correct? Is that even a thing? Yeah, fuck that. I mean, honestly, every time I read some philosophy or 
um, listen to someone talk about philosophy, I'm always like, yeah, life is like that. That makes sense. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah, we are on, like, a never-ending recycling of, uh, you know, experiences and history inevitably repeats itself. And there's an infinity of time. And through the expanse, that means there's multitudes of people being like there's multitudes of me in different situations because of the expanse of time there's no such thing as reality reality yeah that's definitely i don't think there is a subjective that's the other thing that donald hoffman says is that there's no such thing as a subjective or i mean excuse me as like an objective reality like it's all just basically experienced through consciousness Mm. which is always subjective yeah uh, anyway, I hate Nietzsche. Why do you hate Nietzsche? Because he, he's a sexist pig. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got as far as him, like, comparing women's brains to that of cows. Oh, cool. And he pretty much thinks women are, like, cattle. That's the shit no one, like, talks about is when these people talk about that. Or, like, eugenics. Like, there's, like, philosophers that, like, really believed in eugenics and just no one talks about that part of their philosophy. Like, an entire book. I mean, because I honestly, like, I part of me has always been, like, I should get over that. But it is really hard to keep reading somebody who thinks that you have a brain of a cow. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying yeah. it's funny how we uh, just, you know, brush aside the things that we don't like when we really like someone's ideas. I know. But I do. I mean, everybody does it. I mean, no one can be 100% good. Look at these two. They're so cute. How you doing? Two very cute little shots of dogs. I like dogs. Do you like dogs? Yeah, I like dogs. They're cool. Yeah. You know? I mean... uh, I guess some other things we do on this show is our apology section... And I think we owe an apology to Elizabeth Warren from our last episode. Why do you say that? Because we called her a liar? Because we called her a liar. I don't think so. You know, and I actually have, I have a YouTube, we got a YouTube comment because I posted our terror card thing. Oh yeah, what did it say? Uh, it said, women are so quick to throw other women under the bus, of course. Did you tell her that? Never mind. And she was like, your, your tarot card reading is not real because you titled your video Lying Liz. So you're biased. Oh my God. What the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> what is wrong with you, YouTube commenter? Fuck you. Fuck you. Nikki 03427. Read a book, Nikki. Actually, I, t- I commented. I said, hi, have you heard of alliteration? Because that's uh, why I call the video Lying Liz. Because... <laughs> I like alliteration. Guess what? I know that not everyone with a vagina is telling the truth and not everyone with a penis is fucking lying. So fuck what? you, Nikki. <laughs> fuck you. Nikki's obviously really needs to read some of this Donald. Donald Hoffman? Hoffman. I keep on wanting to call him Donald Grossman for some reason. I always want to call him, I don't know. I was calling him something before. Something wrong. Dennis Hoffman or something before. Anyway, Nikki's reality is very skewed. This is why it's so easy to manipulate people in a culture war. I am not going to ever vote for someone just because they are a fucking woman. Like, don't vote for someone just because they're a woman. Everybody, that's my message to you. You know, Elizabeth Warren... Don't vote for someone because of their gender or their color or any of that shit. 
she actually had me for a second at me the debate because she was like really getting in digging into mike bloomberg and i was like this is great that was and great. then she goes and they're like oh well tell us why you want to see the the um statements or whatever the uh do the do not resuscitate no what are those things called oh not a, definitely not a do not resuscitate <laughs> what is um it? like a gag order i know what you're yeah. talking about and she's like oh, i will and then I was like, yeah, all right. And then she goes, when I was a mommy, when I was 21, was, what, and yeah, I was I pregnant, and I got fired for being a teacher. And then she has to teacher. go into one of her fucking stories. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, you could have, like, really done, like, a really great argument there, but then you had to talk about your fake story. That's not even real. Hi. What kind's that one? Um, and then she brought up the whole gag order thing huh. again last night in the debate. Like, she, it was, she kept, like... Time after time, like, out of nowhere, she would just be like, and Michael Bloomberg, blah, blah, like, and she kept going off on, like, the same things, and I loved it when she said that last week, too, the week before, to Mike Bloomberg, and called him out on all that yeah. shit. Yeah, I was, that was great. yelling and cheering for her. Yeah. And last night, she ruined it, but yeah. she just, like, really, really overplayed her hand. Yes. And she looked like a hysterical Who woman. Who are her advisors? Like, why are the... Because the people, I think, advising her are like, yeah, go with the identity shit. Yeah, yes, right. queen. And they're really fucking her up. I agree with you. I, and, I mean, um, unless she's that blind. Well, listen, so this is my theory. But, so remember that Amy Klobuchar said that Mike Bloomberg sent out a letter to three candidates telling them to step aside? Oh, my God. I gotta sh- That reminds me. I got to show you this Amy Klobuchar uh, Vore comic. Oh, my God. Went, I want to see it. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's so funny. All right, go ahead, though. Um, so my theory is that one of the people that got that, obviously, was Elizabeth Warren. And... Um, Got what? Got that letter to asking the candidates who it was asking the three like she just said it was asking three of the candidates to step aside for Bloomberg. It was from Bloomberg's people. Um, so Amy, wow, Klobuchar said this in the debate last week. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. And then so what? My theory is I think that I think that Elizabeth Warren fucking snapped when that happened. I think she was like, nobody tells me to step oh, aside, yeah. and I think she's raging the fuck Ego. out of Bloomberg. Yeah. Ego. Of course it is. Well, that's why she brings up personal stories all the time that are fucking absolute lies. Like, she thinks that she's, like, relating to people, but it's not relatable, Liz. No. It's not. No. Liz, take it from us. Okay? <laughs> You're a white lady. We speak directly to <laughs> our people from... Just like you do. We'd like to speak on behalf of all white women to let, to let you know. First, number one, we apologize. <laughs> we apologize. Let's just get that out of the way now. Um, I screenshot some white women apologies. <laughs> you did send me read. one. That was funny. Yeah, so I will somehow be able to read them while I'm recording at the same time. I don't know how that's going to happen, actually. We'll have to do it another time. But uh, any other apologies um, coming through? I'm sorry for saying um. Yeah, that's a good thing to apologize for. I would apologize for that. I apologize for saying um and like so much. It's a legit one. I really don't know what anything else offensive we said. Probably everything. Someone did um, write you that they wanted to write to us. Oh, I yeah, you know, I um, was going to ask you about that, and then we started watching Trump's speech about. No the one messaged me. Well, I don't know. He didn't message you. No, I didn't get any okay. messages, no. no. Well, uh, sorry, I assumed this gentleman's gender based off, and I just called him. You just him. called him a gentleman. 
a gentleman. Do you I don't even mean know to if assume, he's gentle. I don't mean to assume gender is based off Twitter icons. It, although he, his name and face definitely looked masculine. Um. Well, it's misty out here. Yeah. I don't like this. I think we can cross. I don't oh, like crossing oh. here. No, we can't. <clears throat> Um, well, if you want us to apologize for anything, please write us on Twitter. We love apologizing. Beth loves apologizing. And uh, my Twitter handle is Beth Heinley, B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y, all lowercase, no space. Marines uh, Twitter is at mocom99, M-O-C-U-M-9-9. Nothing sexual. And, uh, yeah, I mean, nothing sexual for me, too. The jogger just turned around right then. (laughs) No sex. None. Not tonight. Not with you. Anyway, um, sorry if I, if my voice is too loud, but it's because I'm voting for Bernie Sanders... And I talk loud, so. Because she's a, we're Bernie bros. Eat a dick. We're Bernie bros, so eat a dick. I feel like that's not a good sound bite. Um, sorry again, just said I'm again. I don't know what my problem is. I think I was, when we were potting on a regular schedule, I got really good at not doing ums and likes and shit like that. And then you got lazy. You got lazy. No, I meant about the ums and likes. Oh, yeah. I I have a racist confession. Oh, what's your racist confession? Uh, My co-worker was in the car with my boss. And um, I was approaching the car and I was talking to my boss. And then uh, she went like, hey, Beth. And I was like, oh, hey. And I almost said, I didn't see you. She's black. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. And I, cool. I, I mean, I didn't see her. I mean, did she get offended or were you just no, like, I oh, no. I just oh. said, oh, hey. I, I was very cool about it, but I almost said, oh, hey, I didn't see you. And I was like, that would have been like fucking awkward <laughs> as a white person. <laughs> and then I was like, am I racist for even thinking this stuff? Well, it's I was going to say, I feel like your skin reaction. Color. Yeah, like you were like, oh my god, I'm gonna get caught. <laughs> I feel like that's your problem. <laughs> oh god. Uh, well, I had some other. I, I have one. one. Okay, yeah. so, well, I mean, one. all right. Well, so the primary. You sound excited night, about it too. Because I actually have one. Okay. So the primary last night was in South Carolina, and joggers. it was brought to us by I think CBS and also the like Democratic Black Caucus. So there was, like, a lot of, like, black caucus jokes. Oh, okay. Like, the, yeah. So that's it. But then during the black oh, caucus yeah, jokes, we had our sliding okay. door open, and I went over and shut it. I feel like that was what was racist about it. Oh, because you were talking so much about black neighbor- caucus. You were like, I better shut and yes, lock this door. I was like, people are going to hear me making black jokes. Oh, no. I thought it was because you thought, like, a black person would break into the house. <laughs> we're attracting them talking about their cocks. 
No, I didn't want. I was like, oh my god, someone's gonna hear me and think that I'm racist. Do you have black neighbors? Um, probably not. I live in New Jersey. Maybe you should uh, try to meet your neighbors. I mean, my immediate neighbors know are white. They no are not oh. black. They're white. Okay. Yeah, I don't really. I don't. It's. it's they could like have. A, it's like a small town in New Jersey that like is kind of growing now because there's an Amazon warehouse there. But it yes, seems it's like, a white area. It's not. It seems like actually more like an office building area. Well, it is. Yes, it's mostly like those big. But it was like a very like Florence is a very small town. Oh, it's okay. For a second, I thought. But it was like a small local town, and now it's like there's businesses, so it's kind of like running that way, but like, no, it was like definitely like a white people area. Oh. Hi. Good, how are you? Marine, do you realize you said white people area, like, really loud? I did. Yeah. Hi. Is it, it's favorite what you wish, Okay, well, I have to use this every time. Bill? Okay. Oh, okay, great. Thank you. No, I'm... Here, I think you know this. <laughs> no, wait, do take it. Um, one nine zero one zero. Thank you. Thanks. Hello. Oh, it's Ash Wednesday. Yes. Nice. Oh, very yeah. nice. I was going to text you about Such a bad, I'm such a bad ex-Catholic. I didn't realize. Well, you know what? I'm giving up drinking for Lent. Oh, we went into Lent now. We have gone way past sober January in her sober curious stage, and she's going into keeping it up for Lent. Yes. So proud of you. Thank and you. And it makes me feel so cool and ahead of the curve that I'm a sober, not just sober. Well, you just have to give something else up, though, Marine, if you want to be as good as me. I'll give up washing my language like that. This is my first time coming in this, this the west wing of the yeah. museum. First time here. That looks like a welcoming place to sit. Just kidding. Kind of doesn't. Yeah, I was going to say, but no. Oh, I see. Here. We're just going to, like, walk around and find where the show is. Obviously can't go to the staff-only floor. I mean, Francis' confession happened live on the podcast right now. We walked in and I was like, it's a white people area, definitely. Marie, and it was like, security echo, cameras echo. in here. What are, what are you talking about? <laughs> They're going to catch you talking about your... All right. Uh, where is this show? Let's see. We can find it. That's where all the... Impressionist stuff. So, the, oh, here it is. So, um, I feel like I, like 15 oh years ago, look at that. Like, just do it all at once. <laughs> That's funny. Really? It's the first thing I saw. I was like, oh, your mom. <laughs> it's lovely. 
So Wednesday nights are really funny because there's a lot of um, like dates. People really because it's cheap. It's like yeah, it, and it's like something you do for like a first date. I mean, wait till you see yeah, that makes sense. Definitely. It's like interesting. It's Wednesday nights. Yeah. So with, was five dollars like really cheap? Did I really cheap? No. Was that asshole from the No. My I was the bigger asshole because I used my membership card. <laughs> oh. When I could have given them some money. But I got like a, a lifetime artist membership, and yeah, you should use that. I feel obligated to to use that. Keep calling them, be like, I'm an artist. Yeah. This is my artist card. That's what I was showing you. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. The designs for different. All right. There's something happening right now. <laughs> Maureen just made a face. I rolled my eyes. I mean, that's fine, but okay. Like, but it sounds like a woman. Gonna ask. <laughs> I I too wish there was a future where cis sexism did not exist. Just saying. In, in my non-human voice systems. So. Uh, their name's Q. That's cute. Q sounds like Q sounds gay. <laughs> I mean, like probably before plus. Hot, my coat off. But you gotta be careful when you take your coat off that you don't hit the art. Okay. We'll keep it, you know, like here, you're gonna get in trouble. Like don't turn around like this too quick or and stuff like that. I'm a professional. She's an artist. I'm an artist, so alright. <clears throat> well there's this thing. Gentle and respectful touches. This future is very snowflakey so far. See, I kind of like this actually. It's like really sexy. It's like a big giant beach ball with other beach balls in there. So, what are you uh, getting from this? I wonder if you can go in there. Oh, yeah, you can enter it. Oh, just one at a time. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going. I'm going in. Oh, you know what? I think it's this, I think this is that smell thing. I'm inside this uh, bubble thing. It kind of like, it looks like it's getting moldy actually over here. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna let Marine in here. You want to check it out? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, on the front side of that wall. Oh, great! Thank you. It's like a creepy vagina. This is the description. It's like a vagina and then a creepy womb. Okay. With scary tubes. Yeah. Okay. It's like where CRISPR babies get born. Okay, from. here's the description. Filled with water and air, the key components of life on Earth. Aww. 
the inflatable spheres of another generosity react directly to small changes in their environment. Sensors discern fluctuations in carbon dioxide emitted by people breathing, which causes the pods to sigh. So it is like a creepy worm. Huh. Interesting. What's the point of it? Manifesting at intimate scale the effect humans have on the greater planetary atmosphere. So it's supposed to make us empathetic? Yeah, it's about climate change. Human okay. It's about human impact on the environment and oh. how intimately connected we are with our environment. Okay, okay. Like we're not separate. So these are a sleeveless shirt. Or, no, a shirt with sleeves. Essential suite for wheelchairs. Trained in fashion, Lucy Jones focuses on population largely ignored by people. Fashion for those in wheelchairs. Oh, okay. Oh my, I mean, I don't know. That's like, like because, so it's fashion for people in wheelchairs and we should just tell them there's like a clutch purse and like a coffee cup holder. Well, I know, but no, if you look at, so it's like, okay. um, accentuating the arms, all the, there's all these different oh. sleeves, it's accentuating the arms rather oh, than Oh, okay, the that's legs. nice. Why did they display it like this? I think it's stupid the way it's displayed. Okay. Shake hands, make eye contact with self. I think I'm going to get an electric shock. What is this? Are no. you, does someone stand on the other side? Yes. So. All right. Yeah. I just read the thing. Oh, okay. Oh, that's weird. Is that weird for you? Yeah, so it says, uh, it breaks down the handshake to a series of measurements, rules, and training exercises to highlight how we might interpret and leverage body language in new futures. By introducing intentional overcomplications into like, a supposedly straightforward like act, this installation uncovers like the power some, written to in symbolic aspects of everything. This is like a douchebag would have this in his office to, like, practice for an interview or something. Or maybe... And he would, like, make his, like, maid practice it with him. You know what's interesting? It's what? a mirror. So you don't yeah. even see the other person. You just see you. Yeah, I don't like this. It's called normal. <laughs> Um, it actually, I almost feel like, could be related also to um, the the spectrum. Like, people on the spectrum have a hard time with social interaction, so, like, they need oh, to have it explained to them almost mathematically. That's a good point. So far, the different futures are for... Are we in the disabled well, section? We're in the bodies section. Bodies. Okay. Uh, after that I see jobs displaying fashion beyond gender that's what this uh, piece is about Uh, each poster is set in this set analyzes decisions made by professional stylists creative directors Uh, okay so it's about being gender fluid in fashion I guess what are you uh, are you getting that from these images I met her. I mean, sure. 
I mean, I guess being a cisgender woman, I am attracted to gender gender fluidity, Mm -hmm. and I believe that it is, to me, it's just kind of like, yeah, of course people should be able to do whatever they want. I don't care. Um, But I'm not someone who's marginalized for my fashion choices or my, like, how I express my gender, so I can imagine I think this stuff, though, could very much, though, maybe be trans-misogynist in one way, because people who are non-binary, gender, gender fluid, like, tend to reject, like, cis-normative gender, gotcha. whereas, like, right. a trans woman, like, wants to be feminine, and then they feel... It's complex. Like, I don't want everyone to be... I think it's fine if, if you want to be non-binary or gender fluid, but I don't like it being, like, forced upon people. I don't like anything being forced upon people. Except, I mean, I, I guess what I'm trying people. to say is it kind of annoys me. Well, I think the re- I think what I was trying to say diplomatically from the beginning was mm-hmm. like I'm a cisgendered female, yeah, and I do relate to my femaleness as far as how I look. Um, so yeah, it is. It's like a little. It is. It's like a little bit like, well, what's wrong with me? Are you saying something's wrong with me? But then you know, it kind of reminds me. I mean, like, it also kind of annoys me in the sense, like, for instance, like. Uh, this is not a different future for me. This is like CK1 in the 90s did gender fluidity. <laughs> right. And it was being a heroin addict and that's, that's true. anorexic. I actualize gender fluidity by pulling the aesthetics of the subculture into the aesthetics of the dominant visual culture and fashion. Who understands that? No one understands that. I'm going to take one so I can make fun of it later. Well, whoever this artist is, I didn't have a problem with fine. Just like gender, just like being like androgynous is like fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm just being an asshole. No, actually, I really don't like the piece. I'm, uh, anyway, so this is Phoenix Lightweight Outer Frame with built in computer. Enhances body movement. Designed to help patients with spinal cord injuries. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Housewives making drugs. Let's go look at that one. Oh, yeah. That's definitely something I'd be interested in. Oh, my goodness. The This is problematic. Open source estrogen. I don't know. This is disgusting. Finally, you can get your IVF shots at home. This is, yeah, confusing to me. I don't, I mean... This is not empowering. This is like... Well, is it supposed to be? I don't get it. It's depressing. Uh, This is what happens if we don't get Medicare for all. Yeah. Open source estrogen. All right, let's... uh, Biomech, institutional... This is like, you know, I think Elizabeth Warren would love this. She's probably. Uh, I don't know. It's kind okay, of yeah, like bringing trying... being a kitchen witch into the future. I kind of like it. See, I'm into this because I like this stuff. We have Redefine the role of women in the kitchen. Strips. I just, wait, I'm still just trying to figure out what the hell's even going on. Same. 
So there's a suitcase here. Um, there's like, okay, so I think those are estrogen injections. And there's a really dirty box with gloves in it. Yeast. I guess the yeast is for your vagina or something. You can inject yeast in your vagina in case you're low on that. I don't know. This is a depressing future. Is this supposed to be depressing? Maybe that's what... I don't... Yeah, I mean, I guess it's whatever you feel it's going to be because I'm getting a bunch of different feelings from it, you know? Like... At first, I was, like, really grossed out by it. Now, then I was, like, well, it's kind mm-hmm. of, like, witch. Like, witches. Like, it's women working with different elements mm-hmm. to change their bodies or the environment or whatever. So, it's kind of, like, bringing, you know, that into, like, the scientific age. But also, it is all it does all seem to be about estrogen. Um... I just don't understand why it's in a DIY kit that is, like, in vintage suitcases. Trans-feminist bio This has taken me back to, like, my co- my first college roommate who used vintage suitcases for our TV stand, and she listened to Tori Amos on repeat over and over again. So did I. Yeah, you and her are both evil <laughs> and messed up. I was actually listening to Tori Amos yesterday for the first time in years. I actually, yeah, I haven't listened to her since... Um, my roommate moved out 20 years ago. All right, what are these things? Well, I believe that is a uterus. Ew, is that a uterus? That's what I thought at first. I don't know. Opening to the stomach allows me to be dispelled to the digestive system. No. Circumventive organs. Customized artificial organs through bioprinting. Oh, cool. We'll never be able to afford that. No, we'll not be able to afford that. I'm going to... I can't do that. This is, like... So, this would be, like, the upgrade. And then the housewives making drugs is for the poor people. I guess. Um, Oh, look. 3D printing organs, baby. It's coming. Bioprinter. Noro dildo, a mind-controlled sex toy with electrical stimulus feedback. I'm guessing it's that thing. I guess so. Yeah, look, it goes on your head. That's amazing, actually. Where do I get one? Sign me up today. Maureen loves masturbating. No, actually, I like toys. That's what I like. Uh, That would be an ultimate one. Plastic... PC flush. What the hell is in there? My phone. <laughs> oh, it's a biodegradable pregnancy test. That's nice. Why isn't the sex toy in the intimacy section? Oh, oh makeup. Okay, makeup. This sucks. I hate this section. Um, it's a, Rihanna's beauty line. Why is this here? Seriously? More inclusive future for beauty. Okay. 50 why different pigment tones, that's why. Oh, okay. Cool. I bet Donald Trump would love this. He would like the orange one right there. 
he would be like, make it as orange as possible like and make it clash with my real skin as like much as possible. It does. Let's see if it's a dildo. Onyx 2 and Pearl 2 couples set. What does that mean? Masturbator sleeve are a Bluetooth enabled teledidonic dildonic set. Oh, for video chat. So there's ah. one for the guy and one for the girl. And it is like you do it while you're video chatting. Wow. There you go. So I'm sorry, but if I had a dick, I wouldn't want to put it in that. That big black box there? That I looks guess, like you get electrocuted. I mean... Or, hey, but you maybe would, we could get Then, you once all of the blood goes down there, they, their brains don't work. So oh, okay. that wouldn't happen. Oh, okay. I'm uh, sorry, guys. It's just true. All right. Let's go to the data section. I think we're offending people. I'm sure we are. Um, Wait, I want to go to the... No, I want to go to the intimacies section. Oh, okay. We'll go there next. So there's going to be all gay stuff. So, so I don't say mean stuff, then. Yeah, I was really grilling the non-binary section, but I promise to be a perfect little feminist. I think this is the intimacy section. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, you're right. It was gay. It's gay. Shakespeare makes me horny, too. What? Shakespeare makes me horny. Dick, there's penis, there's penis, we're all looking at Dick. So, of course, like, it's like a Pete Buttigieg's wet dream because it's like corporate capital, sex, grinder, gay people. What's this? So I'm looking a lager grain. Looks familiar. Well, I what I thought it was was like sunspots or like a, the corona when there's a, an eclipse, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's what it is. It says the lagogram can be thought of in... A lagogram? I don't know what that is. Oh, uh... Oh, you know what? Now I remember... Marine, do you, have you seen that movie, Arrival? I've seen it. It's those alien species that talk in ink in the air. Oh. It's, oh. That's where I recognized it. And oh. so this is like a language. Oh, from a movie? From a movie. Okay. Um, and they put it here. But it's okay. like Marine, a, it's a language. Makeup. It's like, uh, you know what it is? They're like, oh, it's so alien, but really it's just racist because it's just like Arabic or any other language that's used, that uses symbols and isn't like a, their alphabet isn't like whatever. Um, These people here, I'm being really shitty to this show. I know you are. 
maybe we probably should maybe I should turn off the pod and we should regroup so I could stop being so shitty I mean you I feel like if you're gonna put this out there you gotta just keep going now you gotta put it all out there it has to like come into like some kind of uh I don't know I don't know Logogram. You chill yourself out. Um, we just talked about it. Highlighting the power of the image. Oh, bioluminescent orchard city. Oh, no, just a bioluminescent orchard. In the future city. That looks like a power plant. Well, it's a future city. It looks like a crappy future city. I wouldn't want to live there. I mean, you're not going to have a choice because you're going to be dead by then. Oh, good. (laughs) And these are part of it, these things? I feel like I'm at the worst World's Fair ever. I scream at this one. <laughs> um, okay, we'll be at all the day. Okay, this is space. Okay, going to space. All right. Oh, future Earths. So this is them. This is them going. These are new spacesuits. Space fashion. Space fashion. Well, I guess that's the thing with design. Design really is, like, shallow. The shallow part of really thinking about this stuff. I mean, it's true. Um, which reminds me, I was telling you, you should watch Brainstorm with Natalie Wood and Christopher Walken. Because yeah, it's about it. Donald Grossman's, I mean, Hoffman. Right, you believe that it is, yes, yeah, similar to Similar to his Donald ideas. And, and Natalie Wood, it plays the wife, right? And she's... Like, and Christopher Walken's the scientist with his partner who makes the VR reality that they're working on. And um, Natalie Wood is the designer. And they're, like, so... Both of them are, like, so shitty to her. Like, because they're, like, you're just a designer. Like, you, <laughs> She's also just a woman. Like, you're, this, you're just here to make our wonderful science into, like, a pretty helmet that consumers can wear. You're not important. I actually think... Like, I'm really captivated by that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go check it out then. Let's see. Reminds me of a basketball bug. By Vogue as fashion's chief scientist. Scores the relationship between nature, biology, and human-made technology. These look like, honestly... Exactly. Yeah. Crystallized balinese. Human sweat proprietary crystallization technique ballet shoot. Ew, it's really... Okay. Designer Alice Potts experiments with bodily fluids, combining them with natural vegetable and plant dyes in apparel and footwear. Here, the sweat from a dancer's exertions has manifested in crystals on the surface of ballet slippers. They're huge crystals. Huge. So that's gross. Yeah, she, like, grew the sweat into crystals. 
Seaweed textile. I just want to say for the record that I am just, I'm just an asshole and uh, I hope I don't hurt anybody's feelings. No, that's whatever. I don't mean that. I meant I hope I hurt people's feelings. I'm talking to myself. Food. Oh, okay. Let's check out the food. So is this so I look at myself eating so that I don't eat so much? Ouroboros steak. Is it steak that eats itself over a never-ending steak? Better salmon? Healthy way to reset. Oh, it went away. Mm-hmm. Human made vanillas because vanilla is going to go away. It's going to become extinct. Mm. That'd be upsetting. Like, want to know more about this? And there's no oh, that's it. way of explanation. Are we growing our own meat here? Is that what this is? Yeah, maybe um, a pancake robot. That's stupid. Uh, you hear that cricket? Oh, water, water or something. Maybe collecting rainwater on the or something. Is this for sucking blood out of people's heads? In vapor vitro mouse meat. meat, ultrasonic vaporizer, essential oils, water, glass bottles, rubber stoppers. Vapor meat is a home that emits meat vapors composed of a mixture of lab-grown mouse muscle cells, essential oils, and water. The result is a deliberately absurd prototype that fuses three contemporary trends, molecular gastronomy, lab-grown meat, and e-cigarettes. So you can vape your meat. Vape your meat. The artists use the term vapor-aware to explore what they term our conflicted desire for flesh, ethics, and technological novelty. They satirize the often grand claims of lab-grown meat companies, which, like many startups across industries, entice money from investors for projects that help sell the newer, better, cleaner experiences. I like this one. Yeah, this is funny, at least. Yeah, right. (laughs) Beth is jaded. I'm so jaded by the future. So, this is very utilitarian looking. Does it feed you at all? Apparently in the future there's not good materials to make things. There might not be. But you could easily whip this up from a trip to Home Depot. What is it? Uh, Oh, it's it's a a cricket cricket shop. shop. That's so cute. Intended for an impending food crisis where people will need to cultivate oh, good sources of alternative that's protein not cute. like insects. We're going to be eating them. They're I know, bugs. but I thought it was cute, and now I just realize it's just a giant trap to eat them. That's not very cute. I mean, 
I was like, it's a good oh, source of protein. A, it's cheap. I mean, yeah. When actually, we're all starving, I would prefer we're to eat a cricket over a cockroach. I would yep. eat a cricket. Especially one that was made sure. in one of these things, not like found on the ground. Oh, you mean it'd be like clean because it came from there. Okay, let's yeah. read about this steak thing. Clean meat suggests a lab-grown meat where animal cells are bio, bio, biopsied and cultivated. Actually, aren't they already doing that? It can be done. Yeah, I think that is, I mean, I think it is done. Yeah. Yeah, because I've definitely seen things with, like, kids trying lab-grown meat. Also, um, the, have you, well, the in the Oryx and Crake, um, what's-her-face... <laughs> my god why am i blanking on the author's name margaret atwood novel there's like they they make meat pig meat by because pigs are going and extinct but by combining cells with humans and they're called pagoon it's like a pagoon meat and like that's what people eat yeah Isn't that what a chimera is a chimera is a human and a uh, pig i thought a chimera was like that's a human and a monster you know. That's what I'm asking you. Like, I feel like it's like... I don't a know human, what a chimera... I, I, thought it, I thought a chimera... Yeah, that stupid. I thought a chimera was like a, a, a monster. Well, I think that people say that, but I think a chimera is like a combination of Animal two and a human. Like, Medusa was a chimera because she's got snakes for hair. I guess. <laughs> You're the one who has the phone. I have to use mine Hold for on. recording. I keep forgetting my phone actually works now. Um, well, I'm just saying that it was human pig meat and everybody ate it and it was disgusting because it's like be eating. No, it's not. And also they had it's to kind of deny, and they had to deny that the pigs were actually intelligent because yeah, they, they were partly human. So were cows. Anyway, I read the book a while ago. I think I'm getting it right. Oh, speaking of Margaret Atwood, there's a um, Handmaid's Tale dress. Oh, yeah. These platforms are really dirty. Oh, one what of those is things? my purpose? You serve butter. What? You watch Rick and Morty, right? No. Oh. Fuck you, then. You know what? You sound just like a Rick and Morty fan. Gee, you sound like a Bernie, bro. Oh, no. We were just being recorded. Look. Go back. See? You should take a picture of that. Is it, the, is it that creepy robot that's taking mm-hmm. our picture? Yeah, sure is. Stop looking at us. Okay, let me see what this says. Oh my god, it's following me. 
Is it because I made eye contact with it? No, I think it's just calling the vent. Oh, okay. Okay, well then, all right, so it's got me linked. So I can, when it raise its arms like I do? Come on. Aren't you supposed to do that? It's, it doesn't work. Okay, it kind, this is like a poor, a, this robot's not performing well. All right, come over here. So a chimera is essentially a single organism that's made up of cells from two or more individuals. That is, it contains two sets of DNA with the code to make two separate organisms. One way that chimeras can happen naturally in humans is that a fetus can absorb its twin. Okay. Doesn't sound as cool as, like, what in, I thought it was. In Greek mythology, the chimera was a fearsome, fire-breathing monster with a lion's head, oh. a goat's body, and a dragon's tail. She terrorized... So, okay, that's so a, it's not that's that's where, that stupid that's that we what, don't know. No, I, w- I, was con- I was half right. Okay. Is what is important to denote here. I was half right. Half right. You got it. I'll be sure to remember. I'd rather be half right than not right. The future of breastfeeding. Do we even want to go there? Mm, my God, I don't think so. I don't want to. We had bre- a breastfeeding room at my job for the women that were breastfeeding. So, okay, that's oh, a ro- wait, no, robot my bad. nanny. It was just a pumping room. That's a robot nanny. Okay, robot nanny, that's original. And spring Scarcely okay. know that we were gone. Is this more Shakespeare? It rhymes. It must be. Okay. All right. Start from the beginning. This must be bootlegged because it's got it's got Japanese or Korean <laughs> subtitles. The event. The event. We're in a dystopia. I know I've been here in these okay. streets of soul, these narrow passages. I learned here from humans. Mm-hmm. From others like me, listening to the sounds and looking for markers for posts. You would ask me to do things. Sometimes I couldn't do them. Now I'm free, but it's been a bit off since the event. The event. Is this like awakening to consciousness? Is this like how Frankenstein felt? When he first came into being, walking around, trying to make sense of it? Since the event? Nothing gets in our way, in my way, but I don't know, I, I can't be sure. So we're sitting, it's like a concave um, projection. And it looks like the Matrix, and you're like walking down the street. It's just us, wandering. And this guy talking. We share what we see.
2 o'clock a.m. 1884 Gwanghu Dong, Wan Yoga, Jonghu, Seoul. Some of us dig in, scrape. We're looking for what? I, I, I don't know. I don't want to know what this is about, but... I see the blue sheen of a store you used to go into. You have a cramp? Back in such a hurry. Now, no one wants to stop. Hmm. <sighs> Alright. this triple vision, I guess. Oh, yeah, okay. You, it's triple me, vision. My double vision. But they're off. See, something's off. Hey man, you're walking in the middle of the street, man. I should say, the first time I look at art shows, I'm actually always an asshole. Like, I'm a jerk at first. Probably because you went to art school. It's kind of the way that, yeah, I mean, it's just the way I slowly accept it. And um, I just have to act like a teenager. So, so just like the way you accept rebel it's been yeah i have to rebel first days, four hours since the event since you were gone we understand now but i do it's i think sky. this really sucks out. that's why we can't seem to mm. we can't we can't seem just to kidding i mean i'm not the burnt the guidance is off or so the others tell me so i don't know this is like a post-apocalyptic dream, thing we know we do because we can remember them. I guess that is fun. Oh, they're trying to make this is robot sucks. And now I'm watching other people play with it and it's it sucks. I don't trust my dreams. See so look and they're dating. It's a date. I don't really trust any of this what I see now that the sky is dark. So basically everyone tries to make this robot move and all it does is kind of move its arm every time. Yeah. We refuse to give up. I imagine no, I just say hi to you. But I think those robots are like literally. I think they're it's at buildings. Japanese. Well, we've learned to adapt. Um, pass through hotels. Since we don't have your bodies in the way And I think there is like a hotel that's all robots. I think that's where there I saw the thing rumors. before. Oh wait, no, I saw that well, thing at the Hershorn. Oh, you've seen it before? Yeah, that's why I was like, I thought I... I mean, well, at the Hirshhorn, it was just like a greeter robot that they just had in the lobby. Okay, I'm not... Maybe I need to read a description. Is this it, man or Syriac? Is this it? Robins will wear their feathery fire, whistling their wings. 
and not one will know the war, not one will care at last when it's done. Okay, so the phrase writer Wow Lawal uses to describe the energy of Lagos, Nigeria, is a futuristic vision of that city in the year 2115. It's also the most recent iteration of artist uh, Olel Kan Jifus, ongoing speculative project, improvised shanty megastructures. Okay, 3D commuter models and photographed to design future roles that merge, as he describes it. Tributes improvised settlements with them. Responded with three. Describe possible futures within the imagined cityscapes. Well, wait, maybe that's this? I mean, not to be racist, but this looks Nigerian. And... You know how I know it's Korean? Because I just watched, I just bootlegged Parasite. That's how I know. This is that description that I'm watching now. This looks like Grand Theft Auto. I'm just not ready for this, to engage with this. <sighs> so, okay. Let me tell you something. Art museums fucking love tapestries. If they can include a giant fucking tapestry in the show, it's going to happen. And that's what we have here. A giant fucking tapestry. Uh, It's a map. Spaces of everyday life. Refugee camp in Algeria. I told you, it's just the tapestry. Uh, Okay, so this is the driverless vision. Examines how cities of the future might be shaped for and by autonomous transport. Oh, okay. So it's kind of seeing, yeah. Okay. I mean, I like that more now. I kind of figured that was what was happening with the dots. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. This is like, um, what's it? This is like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Or wait, no, that's not that. No, this is like Vanilla Sky. Remember when he had that plastic human face? Mm-hmm. That's what these are. But it's discarded chewing gum and other bits of saliva covered to bees in New York City. <gasps> this is 
an encroachment on people's privacy. Basically, these masks are their DNA to their source. That looks like Jacoby Satterway. I don't know who that is. He's an artist. Mm. A few seconds earlier, we hear the shout, give them sponge. Immediately after this, while we don't see a shot, we hear someone shouting in pain. Oh, this forensic architecture people. They were in the Whitney. Instinct is culturally and politically produced. 
and the victims of police violence in Israel are disproportionately Palestinian. In this way, a long history of separation and marginalization is condensed into a split second. When bulldozers demolished the village later that morning, they began with the homes of Abu Kian's family. The story of the demolition of Abu Kian is not unique. Around 35 Bedouin villages, home to over 100,000 Palestinian Bedouin citizens, are illegalized and unrecognized by Israel. These communities are not marked on maps or serviced by infrastructure, and many are being demolished to make way for new Jewish settlements. Oh, you missed it. That was great. I kind of want to see about the guy. We pretty much saw everything. Maybe real quick and go in this room. Exit through the gift shop. Banksy, exit through the gift shop. Oh, oh, of course, here's the game I was telling you about. The video game Everything invites players to experience a vividly rendered digital world as one of the 3,000 possible non-human entities. From subatomic beings to moons, planets, and solar systems, the game's designer intended players to see the world around them in new ways by considering what it might be to partially inhabit other species' points of view. If left idle, the game starts to generate its own play, mimicking the way nature's dramas play out, independent of human intervention. That's cool. Oh, yeah. and there's also snippets, snippets of lectures from Alan Watts, who I listen to a lot of his lectures. Okay, yeah. This is the, of course, this is, we didn't see it till the very end. That's all right. <laughs> I'm going to look into it. Because I honestly, I'm like tired. I can barely concentrate. Yeah. But there is a video of it, too, online, on YouTube. 
So it's creating its own universe right now from here. This is it creating its own yeah, universe? I guess, yeah, I guess because it says if it's left unattended. So it's in Bert. Do I become uglier? I just want to play it real quick. I want to play this real quick. Press, oh. There's an ostrich over there. There's a cow out here, like it's creating its own thing. There's a gecko sniffing at me. What do I be though? To browse L1. What is L1? This one. I accidentally made a sailboat. I'm accidentally making this is like normal video games where I don't know what's going on or how well, to use basically the controller. Basically, this is like what happened probably with our universe. Like at one point, God came up and he was like mashing keys, like, and then he's like, "Fuck this!" There's a cow there. <laughs> I made tiny cell boats by accident. So this is the chaotic world that the either from nothing or from museum goers. This is what they've created. Tiny sailboats sailing around giant geckos and baby geckos and some daisies. All right, let's get out of here. Okay. They're not kicking us out, though. Huh? They're not kicking us out. Oh, generation. Okay, so it's clothes that grow with the baby. Yeah. That's a good idea. I mean, really, that, that way I think that it's money. Okay. Do you want to buy anything? Do you want to buy stuff?
about Dune. I haven't read Parable of the Sower, but I should read that. drawing. Huh, this looks like it says, this robot says, I will steal monotonous repetitive jobs. X driver. This other robot saying, I wish I had feelings. see-through bag of universal declaration of human rights. That's cute. Oh, okay. Let's just get my friend. They're closed, Marion. Let's go. Oh, wait. Let me see your drawing. Oh, my God. That's so cute. Did you take a picture? Well, I'm trying to, but... Take it real quick. Take it real quick. Your, My Android was saying, you're not worse to me, and I was like, hey. 
Oh, that's so sweet. I know. Can you hold my phone? Oh, yeah, I didn't know what was happening. Oh, okay. Okay, thanks. So far, I think everyone's really fucking annoyed that we're still here. Oh, oh, okay. Thank you. He's like taking north. I'm like, okay, we just walk. Sunflowers. Really need to see it again. Uh huh. Level G. <laughs> Thank you. You too. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going this way. Desolate diner. It's, it's smells new here. Mm-hmm. So the one thing that I thought you would like you saw for the last five seconds but i did like it and now i get to i can go home and learn about it and it's really cool also what what did you think of the show let's of talk the about the show yeah um i'm glad i came to see it like i i can't say i was like blown away i'm also not really yeah. like a design person necessarily so i'm sure there was like things that I wouldn't necessarily appreciate about some of these. I think it's definitely more exciting than what a design show would be. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely, yes. I guess, I think I was like expecting a little bit more futuristic. Thank you. I don't know what that means. I guess I expected it to be Yeah, more, it wasn't really um, that futuristic. Yes, I, I agree. I expected it to be more... A lot like of this the stuff one was... With like the Seoul South Korea one. Like that's kind of what I expected the whole thing to be. Like a bunch of multimedia, like video. Oh, well, but that too, though, that is, um, like, already developing technology for self-driving cars, what that thing when Seoul, South Korea was. Well, I mean, that's the other thing, too. Like, I felt like there was a lot of, like, which I guess that's what future is, is you just start taking developing technologies and yeah. imagining how they'll be used, right? Well, and well, the one thing um, you missed that I was watching, the forensic architecture uh-huh. that I really like, they do like criminal investigations using technology. So like they're, they're using like different cell phone footage and stuff like that to set up a whole field of vision to determine when this one person was shot, I don't know, it was, um, it was between, I believe it was between an, uh, Israeli and Palestine, and it was an Israeli soldier who was shot on the field, and they were blaming someone who didn't do it, 
and um, this is really stupid. I can't remember everyone's names because I also only caught like the last three minutes of the video. But, uh, and they used peop ever different people's cell phone footage to like digitally render the scene to like d discern where the shot came from. Interesting. Yeah, and I think that's, that was interesting. But again, very base, not really that impressive, very base technology. I right. think the one thing to take away from me for Design for Different Futures is that technology advances so fast that you can't even curate a show yeah. of imagined futures without it being absolutely irrelevant. Yeah, I think within two right. months. Yeah. yeah. Like you just can't do it. Yeah. What the fuck? Can we go? I don't know. Nope. God. Oh, we have to wait till the little walk. We need to design different futures for this crosswalk. Fucking button? God. Uh, <laughs> so I I mean that's my takeaway from it. Like you really can't put, curate shows like this and be because technology is just way too fast I agree with you like so it's kind of stupid so it's stupid um she says it's stupid I mean the show the entire show is stupid and well and everyone anything else like was more like a 10th grade science project well, you know you what? Know? That makes a lot of sense I felt like it was like bare I felt like there was not a lot of information about some of the pieces I just felt like I needed more context about a lot of things I think for me there was not enough context but I also like I prefer when I think of art I prefer like the more free form like oh this is what it makes me feel and think like not this it was like okay like the artist had a clear intention and they're working with specific technologies and like there's a you know what I mean it's yeah. not as The artist's intention is what it one is. One thing we uh, we missed this one. It was apparently there's this rock that sprays this scent that only you can smell from like I don't know the top of some summit or some shit. What? I don't know. I'm Wait, not explaining this well. Obviously. It's a rock that sprays the smell at the yeah. top of the summit. Yeah, it's about like manufacturing scents. Uh, I'm not explaining it right at all. I'm tired. I am so tired. Like, in that last hour, my body all of a sudden was like, you're fucking done. <laughs> this is it. You're, it. That's done. We're done. And, well, and again, I was talking shit on the gender fluid shit, but only because as a child of the 90s, I'm like, this is not not a futuristic, like, thing. Right, I mean, and it's, it's like, really kind like, of ten years ago. Yeah, like... Not futuristic, you're right. Um, and it's also, like, what, is it some way, are you trying to be hip by, like, making a project about this? Or something? I don't know. Is this, like, um, gender trending or something? Trender
friends non-binary? Uh, the future space costumes were stupid. Oh, yeah. I mean, why? But also, having that, that icon, um, iconoclastic, no, whatever the fuck it was, the ink language from that that movie was so stupid for them to have in the show I mean mean, because for one thing it's just like you know taking something from a movie and putting it in the art museum I'm generally as an artist against that yeah I as a person movies (laughs) no I'm just kidding but no I mean I'm I'm kidding movies are art but they are um but the the thing is I remember watching that movie Arrival and like when everyone, you could tell, I could tell that the writers and everyone in the movie were, like, coming in their pants over this alien language. And I was like, um, no. Like, the octopus, they're, they're like, their language is an ink that floats in the air. That is not, like... Oh, actually, now that's coming back. Now I'm, like, visually... Yeah. Can this is yeah. not, like, you know, everybody calm down mind my mind is not blown that would be my general attitude yeah mine's definitely not blown but then again like i said as i tend to approach art first negatively i enjoyed the uh, piece that you brought me there to say yeah, so why don't you tell me about this Alan person? Alan Watts is, yeah. um, he's just, like, he's another one of these guys from, like, the 60s and 70s who was a Westerner who went to the East and learned about meditation. I believe he is a Zen school. He's, like, a Zen master. Um, but he talks a lot about... He talks about the cautioners Westerners need to take when approaching those schools of thought and like um, philosophies because we come from the way he talks about it is I know the way he talks about it is that they're driving on the wrong side of the road too. Wow. Um, These like so like we they some of these techniques were developed to like fix different problems than Westerners even have. taking something from a completely different culture and applying it to Western culture. Um, but in addition to yeah. that, he, you know, he's a Zen person. Uh-huh. So he talks about the already awakened mind, I guess, is an okay way for me to put it. Um, all of us are, like, already in an awakened state and, like, you can... The point of Zen is, like, you can, like, get kind of jarred into in that awakenedness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also talks a lot about talks about a lot of how like everything in the universe is connected, and like he goes very deeply into that in a lot of his talks. I hope I did Alan Watts justice. Sometimes he annoys me. Sometimes I think he's like an old white man, and he really annoys me. Ah, uh, really? Yeah. yeah. Cause that's just who he is. Yeah. Um, but that's his, you know, that's his social programming. Like, I'm a white woman, so there's, yeah. like, a certain... Ex- like- I'll be, like, going on about Eastern philosophy, and all of a sudden I'll be like, woman, 
Where's my sandwich? Right. I mean, it's just like sometimes I just get that vibe from him. And yeah. maybe it's me. Maybe it's just because he is an old white man. Yeah. Well, that's zen. That's very zen of you. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to sleep good tonight. I mean it, right? After that show. My eyes are like, because <laughs> you're so bored. <laughs> you're like, the future is going to be really boring. Ugh. Well, this show, I should say, for anyone listening who wants to go see it after us complaining for an hour. Just kidding. I don't think we were complaining for an hour, but. I think there's probably a lot more of just us being silent. Yeah, I mean, if you are listening to this and you're interested, I'm definitely, I want to go back because I didn't get enough time. If you're still listening, you're probably interested, I feel. And it was, um, it was an hour. So I guess you need, you need, well, actually, no, we were there. We, I mean, yeah, it was an hour. You need definitely two hours to see this show. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of work. Um... So you want to give yourself a couple hours to hang out and check everything out. Um, it closes March 8th, so like next week. Yeah, so you have a week. So. From when we taped. I love doing. Recorded this. You know, for me, for me personally, I love like putting off seeing a show until I know it's like right about to close and then hurry up and go see it. That's what I like to do. And going to the art museum on Wednesday nights is really fun. I, I recommend going because it's, um, you know, a bunch of cute people on dates. So you get to watch people on dates act awkwardly in the museum. It's great. They also do yoga on Wednesday nights. Yeah. And there's like a, they do yoga in like the, you know, French, um, Oh my god, I can't fucking think. I'm like brain dead. <sighs> Where what are monasteries? Yeah, French monastery um part of the museum. They do yoga. At least the last time I was there. They do it in like, you know, uh the religious architecture centers. Yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. Um but and they do other different activities to make everyone come in and be in the art museum and then get yelled at at the end of the night. Yeah, and then get yelled at. Let's see what this note says. Cabot, cabinet stays. Cabinet stays contents pack? That made no sense. Whatever, Donald Trump. Fake news. I definitely got like two. The other thing I didn't like about it is a lot of the possible futures were like very woke capitalism to me. Like, I didn't see anything interesting as far as, like, the fact that uh, an, an, an economic possible future that I'm hopeful for right. is one where, towards socialism. Right, where, everything was, like, 
fascism and like run down and everybody was poor. Yeah, it was like very capitalist um, perspective of futures. You know, or like makeup line and dildos, future dildos. Right. <laughs> like that's why I hate like I'm, I like the dildos. Well, I hate all those memes that have like the vibrator dildo and um <laughs> listen to me like I don't know where that sounds like such fucking what the fuck am I, don't I talking about? I don't even know about? what you're talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> There's this meme where this girl has a vibrator in one hand and she has what's that hooked? I'm like brain dead. That hooked know. thing that's for for uh sewing. For not sewing, but for like um a crochet hook? No, not a crochet hook. Like in the the sickle. A sickle. Oh. Jesus fucking Christ. A goddamn sickle. Wow. Where what is wrong with me? I don't know. We're I'm old decaying. <laughs> anyway, my brain is falling apart. Anyway, it's a girl, she has a vibrator and a sickle and she's like holding it like this, like the communist like oh, Soviet Union. Like the hammer and sickle. And everyone's like, yes, queen, and everyone like shares it. And I'm like, dude, no. Socialists don't use fucking vibrators. That's, like, expensive. And I'm, I'm not buying capital to masturbate. I have my hand. Thank you. I use my hand. Because it's fucking free. It is free. But, I mean, it gets tired. I'm lazy. Well, it just, to me, like, too, I might be, like, it just, it just seems too girl boss for me to have, like, a really fancy vibrator. Well, I mean... To each her own. To your vagina. To each her own. Her hand. To each her own hand. Um, but, so then there was another one that came out. Because, um, women love to talk about their vibrators as in meme format in relation to politics. There's a, a a diagram, you know, where it has, on the left-hand side, it has a picture of a presidential candidate and on the right-hand side, it has, like, what gets them off. So, and, in, and essentially, it's supposed to be, like, choose your fighter kind of thing. Um, but it's choose your tool to masturbate or get off with. And so the top one's Bernie Sanders. You know, across from Bernie is the deluxe vibrator. Then there's, um, then there's Elizabeth Warren. And across from Elizabeth Warren is, like, a shit vibrator. And then, like, I think, like, I don't even think Amy Klobuchar is on it. Then Pete Buttigieg, and it's, like, a hairbrush. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> I mean, right, It's though? a nasty hairbrush, too. I mean, that's what he is. Um, and then it's, like, like Mike Bloomberg, and it's, like, a hanger. <laughs> um, a wire hanger. <laughs> so, but anyway, but I saw it, and I was just, like, again, I'm just saying... I mean, Bernie kind of would dumb. not be for a bourgeoisie, um, expensive vibrator. Well, that would, would not have be let Bernie. everyone have one. He would make sure that he subsidized like good, decent, solid vibrators for everyone if they wanted them. Okay. I guess you know. Well, I just feel like so. Expanding upon the tools of masturbation like if they want a is a capitalist ends to a means, not something that would you would think of in a society in a utopia. You wouldn't need that. Mm. Because I we see. would because it would be about the journey. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it would also it wouldn't be about creating a product. Be like like innovating technology to create a product to masturbate. That wouldn't be in a utopic future. It would be like 
you know, um, going to like masturbation class with a community of, it would be very goopy. It would be like the goop. We'd go to a masturbation class and learn how to masturbate with our hands. Hmm. I just want the vibrator, the nice, non goopy vibrator. You're such a poser. You're such a poser. I mean, fair enough. Anyway, I think my argument's valid. Look. I'm past vibrators. But it, it connects me We're to... We're at the womanizer now. There was like, how many fucking vibrators of possible futures was there at that show? There are two. There were two. This is no, what, what springs to mind. This is my favorite car right here on my block. I mean, that's a pretty fucking hot car. Isn't it? Um, it's my, it's white lioness car. It's awesome. And it also like the eyes are scratched out. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's the best car. Anyway. I just need my keys. Oh, they're inside. Okay. Um, But that correlated to me what I was saying, what brought to me, like, I was like, this is like woke capitalism. And then there was like Rihanna's makeup palette. Which like, God forbid, I should, you know, I I guess I shouldn't make fun of it because it's got over 50 shades, but at the same time, she's fucking rich. Like, what about Rihanna's makeup artist's fucking makeup shades? You know what I mean? Um, I don't wear foundation because I'm actually so pale. And if I get it, like, it's like, I'm so pale that no matter what color I get, I look like a vampire if I'm wearing foundation. You know, you remember, you went to high school with me. Remember I would be like... I would look like powder, like, because yeah. I would look so white. I could never get one that matched my face. Yeah. So, don't, so you know what happened? I was like, I'm not wearing foundation, mm-hmm. and it's fine. I just started wearing BB cream when that came out, and I like that. But I can't ever match a foundation to my face. I'm bad with color. But, well, maybe we should try Rihanna's. I was going to say, I mean, there's got, but then how do I choose from all those colors? How do I know which one is mine? I can't even pick, like, somewhat. Well, you get together with a Rihanna salesman person and you throw a little mm. party and you invite all your friends over and so they get a discount. Yeah, on and yours then they, and they don't. Yeah, and then they um put the foundation on your wrists and everybody checks on the wrists if it matches. I, I don't know, Marine. I don't sell makeup. Me neither. All right, well, well here, drive safe. Out. I love you. I love you too. Stay uh I'll awesome. go edit this. Bye, everyone, on the podcast. Bye, podcast people. Podcast. Woo! All right, bye. Bye.